I, I'm all for making these guys have successful long careers where we can enjoy, they can enjoy highlight moments instead of just having them schlepping away on, on ridiculous, you know, endless Herculean tasks for our, our pleasure. No, let, let's, let's, let's save them. One of the toughest strongmen in history, right here. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Giants Live Strongman Podcast. As you can tell, no guest this week, and that's because this is a special. So this is going to be all about all things Giants Live, all things world, because you guys have asked the questions, and so I'm going to ask them to these two legends here. So gents, first of all, co-founders of Giants Live, mm -hmm. how did it come about? So many people were asking that. How did, well, Giants Live has gone through two phases, really. Yeah. There's, um, there's, it's a bit like um, BC and AD. There was, you know, before Sadler and after Sadler. I, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm setting him up because I know he's going to, and it's true. And we, Giants Live started um, actually back in 2009. Um, and for a few years, uh, I battled away. Taz was an athlete still. And, and, and I think there was a moment um, in a Polish event that Daz and I remember well when I was trying to interview Daz um, and working camera, tripod, everything, and, and and my everything kept flopping and falling over. The music was going mad in this stadium, and I, and I, and Daz cracked a funny like, mate, I'm going to retire soon. Do you, do you want a partner? <laughs> and I, I think I said something like, "Would you? I'm not going to do with one." Well, then we, then we sort of left here. That actually, we left nothing it. It was kind of a joke, wouldn't it? But and then, um, so so so. Um, Obviously, Giants Live started, um, and the first one you did was actually was it not in Madison Square Garden? Well, it was uh, Mohegan Sun. Yeah, no, I, it, it was for, followed on from Super Series, which was it was the natural progression from that. And actually, if the truth be known, there was a guy called Charles Garland and AEG, which is the biggest production company, um, you know, event production company in the world, that kind of came on board. Uh, and truth, we did Mohegan Sun in '09, um, and then. It was a I think financial actually, failure. Actually it was a financial it. failure. It was a great show. It looked great. And they had all these big AEG lighting rigs and everything. Um, did you do that one in 09? I think I did I did one in 06 and one in 09, yeah. Yeah. So that was that was I did the a Super Series one and a Giant Slide one, I'm sure. But we just had the financial crisis. They basically shit-canned every single sports tour from volleyball to whatever. So after like that, I was basically said, okay, <laughs> here's the keys back. You now own 100%. Uh, we don't want anything to do with this. And I, I kind of, that was when I had the logistics to deal with everything on my own. And, and it, it was, I kind of bumbled through a few years. I had the contracts. We managed to deliver, we. I managed to deliver five shows a year for three years before Daz came on board. And, yeah, I started, and, and, uh, that, so, so that's like the first phase of it. And then um, I didn't go to World's Strongest Man in 2011. I got my invite, but I was ill. And um, mm. so Colin had said, I believe it was you, had said, oh, I'm going to take this guy. I won't mention the guy's name. I'm going to take this guy. And I said, well, I don't think he's the right guy to take, to be honest with you, mate. It's none of my business, but I would take this guy or this guy. So I said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll put on a show at my gym. Let's invite all the possibilities, one of them being Eddie Hall, was, it was his first sort of quali uh, qualifier. He didn't do very well. It's because there'd been no Britons that year. Uh, there was no Britons, no. So I, so I said, oh, can we can we uh, just put on a show? I'll put it on. Don't want anything out of it. It's in my gym car park. We'll invite all these guys. Everyone wanted a chance, and they were going to take a certain guy, and I, and I, I sort of disagreed. So we uh, we put on this show. People like Rob Frampton, there was Jack McIntosh, um, Dave Warner, Eddie Hall. Eddie Hall was there. Um, I think who else was there? Uh, uh, Jay Hughes, some of the old names. Mark Felix. Mark Felix wasn't. He'd already qualified. Ah, okay. Yeah, so he'd qualified. In, in a funny Giants way, Live. it was it was a sort of it was almost the Britons in a way. Yeah, it was just it was just well, for those I, who hadn't qualified. It, anyway. Yeah, it was. It was the Britons who were out the top few because the top few had already done Giants Lives and qualified with Colin. Mm. You see. So I put it on in my Jim Carper, advertised it, and I called it Clash of the Giants. And um, oh, wow. Lindsay, who works for us now, me and her sort of arranged it. And, and Even and back then? Lindsay, Lindsay worked for me back then. She managed my gym. Okay. So I said, come on, Lindsay, we'll put this on. So me and Lindsay organised it all. Um, and what we said was, um, it's £5 to watch it, and we'll give it all to charity. So we just went around with a bucket, and that was what it was. 
Anyhow, about 500 people turned up to watch it in my gym car park. It was mental. So, and Rob Frampton won it. Eddie came, didn't do so well. He went. That was the first thing we saw of Eddie, which is amazing when you see where what he's done now. But everyone's got to start somewhere, you know. What year was it? Was that 2012? 11. We did Europe's then yeah. in 2012. Yeah. That was the first kind of. So, so then. Um, it was either it was together. either late 2010 or early 2011. Anyway, mm. so it was for 2011's Worlds, the qualifier. Anyway, um, Rob Frampton won it. I remember just thinking, "Wow!" Like I haven't put a lot of effort into this. There's like 500 people, and at the time, I was doing some coaching for Leeds Rhinos, um, just just through one of the sponsors, and I was just doing like little strongman shows and stuff for them, just to give them um, like a different uh, aspect of the training, just very light strongman stuff for the Carnegie and, and the Rhinos because they're trained at the same grounds in Leeds you know, where I lived. Um, so <laughs> then I start thinking, maybe we can do some of this. So I spoke to the uh, the guys at the uh, uh, Rhinos Arena, Carnegie place there uh, in Headingley, and they said, we don't usually rent it out, but we'll rent it out to you if you want. So they rented it out. So um, then I uh, bought the trademark for Europe's Strongest Man. Um so I put it. So I put it on. There was no one interested in sponsoring anything like that. It cost me far too much money. Money I didn't really have to be quite honest with you. And then Colin said, "Do you want to make it a Giants Live?" So I was like, "Okay." So what I had to do was because there's costs in filming, the sponsor sort of paid for the filming, if you like. So I thought, well, that's okay. okay. So the sponsorship sort of paid for the fact it can be a Giants Live, and and. Uh, because at that time, it cost more to film it than you were getting from the TV, to be quite honest with you. And now we've got things like social media. We had none of that really back then. Do things change? Yeah. <laughs> but, but the social media aspect now is different. You've got to film everything, haven't you? You know what I mean? Um, so I put it on. and Literally, we, we sold hardly any tickets. And we did it through the gym. We did a ticket in through the gym. And I was like, oh, well, the first year in Europe was, 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 when did it become a, there was loads that came in then. No, well, at first it was only a ticket sold. So I was like, oh no, this is a nightmare. And we did the ticketing, not through a ticketing office, through the gym. So literally my gym phone's just going all the time. Um, Big mistake. People that. buy two tickets, then they want another one next to it and they're cancelling this and all this sort of thing. So me and Lindsay were like pulling our hair out. Anyhow, we thought about cancelling it. And even you guys were saying like Dave Warner and, and, and Colin were saying, mate, just, just pull it, just pull it. I thought, no, I'm, I've committed to it, I'm going to go. And it was it was a lot of money, you know, that I spent on it. Oh, it was, well, you know, if it's a bit like, um, you know, Wayne's World, build it and they will come. That's it. And, and then the last came, minute, literally, there was loads of walk-ups. We got about 5,000 people there. And then wow. I knew it was starting, I knew the tables had turned a few days before, but I didn't want to let on to these guys. I wanted to sort of surprise when people were coming. And we filled the full stand. It was it was quite mm. euphoric, wasn't it? I thought we, we can do this. It was a lovely, it was a lovely day. It was a good, it was a, it was a, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. And then, and so, so, so I sort of, if you like, sanction, I paid a sanction fee for Giants Live for a couple of years. And then after a couple of years... We came together. Yeah, we, ju- we were just like, it seems stupid not to do it together because he wanted to do more We'd shows. We'd already fallen in that. love, you know, with some... <laughs> yeah. And that was it. You know, I, I, got, I got down on one knee. Well, we both had plans wanting to do more shows. And I suppose... I had the logistics there, and Colin had the name of Giants. Giants is very good at logistics, and, and there's no doubt about it. You know, you're not, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm not at all. No, which is why I mean, when I was partnering up with those guys, I mean, I really did have I'd like the world's greatest logistics behind me. But it's interesting because did, did why, not why, do- why did that fail? I tell you why it fails. Big corporations fail at these things because they have not enough Indians and too many chiefs. Uh, and they're all drawing big fat cat salaries, but no one actually does anything. Am I not right in saying they did Madison Square Gardens as a giant slide? Or is that a super series? Well, no, Madison Square. So we did. So well, I was part of that as well. Myself, Odd Haugen, and Ulf Benson was the. Was main that a super series then? Was it? That was just. Yeah, it was. That was the. That was the last super series we did. All oh, right. Okay. Um, and that was that was great. That was great. But I personally, like we personally, risk everything yeah, yeah. every time. There. I didn't risk. I just risked all the time. Um, and I produced the whole series, as it were, and I had a shareholding in it. But Ulf and, and Odd Haugen, they were the ones who put the money up. And that that was some, um, yeah, so it was a slightly different scenario. Um, and for many reasons, that folded not, you know, it was a good product, I thought. Obviously, I produced it. So, <laughs> but it was it was quite nice having someone, that, kind of Odd was kind of logistics, and Ulf was kind of the money, I guess you could say, in many ways. And, um, yeah, it ticked along nicely. But it was time to take it to a bigger level. Once I, once we, I tasted Madison Square Garden and we'd done Mohegan Sun, I just knew this could be a hit. 
Um, and, you know, um, contrary to, to belief, I, I can sell a thing or two. And I flogged it. It was originally called Strong Mania. That was, that was, the, that was, yeah, that was the original title. But uh, and I flogged it into, um, yeah, in, into AEG and they, they loved it. But then because yeah. had we done that Mohegan Sun in 09, like without the big corporation there, I, if I remember correctly, we ran over by like $85,000 on the budget. But that 85000 there was like probably about 120000 in, in fat cap salaries, if I remember correctly. You know, what do these people do? You know, where are these people? Well, they're just, that's what you do. And, and if you're a, you know, part of a, a big corporation, you have executive producers, you have you know, blah, blah, blah. And yes, it can work if you have big scale money coming in and you can scale it out. It can work very well. But when you're trying to grow something small, it's it's very hard when too many too, too many, many managers people, too many managers and 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 that's some um, and it's not quite as this had to be grown slowly and strongman has grown slowly but it, it it's it's you know it's caught it's caught a wind undoubtedly well, we went we went from uh, so so we did a few years at um, at Headingley and then one year it rained for like three weeks hmm. and I was and, and I was setting everything up and it's just rain 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 and then the day of the show. It was sunshine, and then it rained for like another two weeks. I remember thinking, we can't do this, because we were so lucky to get this show done, and we had, you know, so much money sold in tickets, athletes flown over, and obviously when it had been outdoors, the, the crowd are indoors in the stand, but the, the athletes are outdoors, and it would have been a nightmare to film it and everything like that. We were buying tents to put the cameras under, weren't we, and everything like that. So we decided, right, we'll go inside. So we went to um, Leeds First Direct Arena. Down Argos buying the 40 quid tents. Yeah. <laughs> we went to Leeds First Direct Arena um, and said to them, and it was, you know, obviously a lot more money, um, a lot bigger. Um, what, an, uh, what an arena at Leeds is. And I was just special. like, right, let's do it. You were a bit unsure, weren't you? Well, I, it's, it's because partly because I kind of had the a little bit of education from big dogs in AG. I, I remember we stood there and I said, "Come on, let's let's hire it." We're in there. It's quite a place when you stood in. It's unbelievable. It's normally, you're the risk averse one, and Colin's happy to take a risk. No, no, it's the other way it's the other way no, hundred percent. Yeah, you, I know. I, I no, take massive wrong. risks. People know me as a risk taker. I'm nothing compared to this guy. Wow, I'll tell you how okay. the conversation went. I, I said, "Mate, I think we better think about this." And the reason why I was saying that is. Because the theory in indoor arenas is don't do it in the summer. People don't want to go indoors in the summer. It was July. And, and guess what he gave us? He went, oh, there's only one day left, which was a massive lie. Like July, July 7th, you can have. We were like, what? I was like, that's, that's a terrible date to be indoors. And you were like, well, if you're not going to do it, I'm going to do it. I went, all right, then I'm in. I, went, <laughs> I said, I'll just, do, I'll just do it on my own. And he said, looked at me like with a smile. I, was like, I said, I'll just do it on my own. I knew what he'd say. And then, and then we, we did. This guy's a nightmare. Honestly, he, he'll bet the house every time. If you, if well, you, then if we you went were to, a gambler. We went to Doncaster Dome. We filled that up. Yeah. Did that for a couple of years. And then I thought, oh, no. So then I started going around the different arenas. And... To be fair, every time you've gone, I'm not sure about that one. I'm at right, pretty I'm much, pretty much, yeah. Everything, no, no, I think we should just one too many. We're in bloody Yorkshire again, it's crazy. It's insane. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. And now, like the, this year, we've got um, obviously we did Wembley a couple of years yeah. ago, but I mean, we're doing Royal Albert Hall now, which is still <laughs> too close. Hey, can I just know in the three years prior to Daz, I actually did Wembley as well. That was the second time we'd gone to Wembley. We didn't sell any tickets. First time, first time, <laughs> first time. This is how I managed to do it. I would do shows like the one in Poland, mm. and I basically take X amount of cash off of some guy who could who would then locally fund it all with sponsors. And you know, it was more like a site sponsorship thing. And then they give you the money, you pass on money to the athletes, and and film it, and hopefully you'd have a fiver left for yourself, you know. Either that or I'd fund it out of school teaching, because that's what I was still doing, you know. Just another <laughs> another sick day over here, <laughs> just not filming in Poland, you know. <laughs> no, I, I, I was some... So hang on, I you was to, freelance, I, I was took You had to off. wake up on time to see, schools. You have to be there early. For quite a few years was, when we first was started, he, he was school, yeah, school teaching. Yeah, 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 still was. was school yeah. teaching, still yeah. Down, I just kept dropping down to a day a week, and then finally gave it up. Is that because... I'm not sure if you've mentioned this. You, you're an Olympian, aren't you? Well, <laughs> it was going to be twice in the contract. Remember, this is the first mention today. <laughs> yes, I was, Ratsy. Thank you. Yes, I was. I don't look like it. Though I'm not in that chair, which is off camera. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping I'm looking slimmer from this angle. <laughs> I don't think so, mate. <laughs> Here's a question for you. So Giants Live is now, you watch it on Channel 5. Previously, you could watch it on other channels as well. 
So that's part of the Christmas offering. If you guys had your way, there's a brand new country that's been built. We don't know where the people are going to come from. Do you want Giants Live to be at Christmas? We don't know if World's Strongest Man's going to be at Christmas, but do you want Giants Live to be, or would you want it to I be? I think it works at Christmas. I think it works at Christmas, mm. yeah. yeah. Especially when we do the feed for the hardcore live. We get really, we, I mean, we're, we've got a nice sort of time. We're on Boxing Day and things like that. I think people know it's coming and people associate Strongman with Christmas TV. Mm. And also, I know, I know obviously we can't put the full shows out, but um, there's a lot of stuff gets out on social media, the live streams and things like that. So if re- people really want to see it, they can see it. Mm. But, the, but the hardcore, polished, edited version is on at Christmas. I think people like that. Because I'm going to put it out there. I'm sure people will beg to say, but please write mm. in the comments. I don't believe it should now be at Christmas. In 2022, there's no other sport on planet Earth where you've got to wait months and months and months to watch you, it. You don't have to wait months and months. You, you can pay your... your, your what are you, you charging watch, at the moment for, for a... Seven pounds to watch it on live. You can watch it live. But even that example... You so, do watch it live and we, and we pay you. Sorry. <laughs> 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 but yeah, for, for me, it's the fact that I, I love the idea that I can actually find out about a result immediately and watch it on the TV immediately. You can watch it. We haven't got an app yet, but that's some, you know... The man behind the camera, maybe he'll whip one it's up at some getting point. Getting stressed, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, we, we so it, your hardcore are looked after. If you want to watch it, you can watch it. You know, full. You can watch everything. You hear Neil Neil Pickups jokes and and, and Bill Casbier on the mic. And the whole the full see the full shebang. All you know, whatever two and a half hours, three hours of action. But you know, we get on average, and it's just going up. When everybody else talks about, well, we get three percent of the audience, and we get twelve percent. We don't talk percents. We'll talk actual figures. We used to get, when Giants Live first went on Channel 5 in, I don't know, 2009, when I was delivering, it was like maybe you know, 400,000, 350,000. You know, wasn't great. And it, maybe you'd peak up about five, 600,000 people would watch it in Britain. Now we are averaging over a million, and we peaked at like 1.6, 1.7 million. Um, so... Yeah, that's big. And well, why is that? Yeah, it's is because big. we are a part of World's Strongest Man's Christmas special, basically. But, you know, it's, 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 it's I mean, a big also, thing in Britain still. It, you know, I mean, when you look at those figures, like let's say a million people watch it, and obviously it's difficult now because people don't watch stuff live, like they watch stuff on catch-up and all this sort of thing. But if you look at those figures, from let's say a sponsorship point of view, and you brag, oh, we get a million, which is brilliant for, for TV, but then if you look at some of the videos we do that go on YouTube, we've got somewhere like 70 or 80 million on some of them. Mm-hmm. So the people are watching things, although it's not in the full show format, they're watching the event separately. It's 350 million on Eddie's deadlift now Yeah, on, on Facebook. That's and massive. That's, um, that's nuts. So, so then when you look Same. at a million watching on Terrestrial, which is great for Terrestrial, the internet's opened the whole thing up, hasn't it? For, I'm not just on about Strongman, it's opened it up for everything. You know, you can watch anything you it's, want. It's it. actually, it's, it's, it's the great leveller in many ways. Uh, you know, it, it has its negatives and its positives, but what it's proven is that, that, that you know, okay, why is, is, is darts and snooker so popular? Because... Barry Hearn. Barry Hearn's a genius. When, when he saw football slipping over the sky, which was a, 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 you know, private channel that not that many people were watching, you know, back in the 80s or whatever, the, the big public channels, you know, the, the NBCs or whatever, if you like CBSs, they needed sport. But they, being government funded didn't have much money. So he got it on there. And suddenly, I mean, snooker was like a sort of kind of old man's thing. People didn't go and play snooker much. You know, there was the snooker halls around, but they were kind of seen almost a bit grubby. And I think Strongman, Strongman's done well out of the Christmas special. But, you know, we really weren't a sport before, you know, there was obviously strength in different areas of strength. Of course there was since the beginning of time. But Strongman itself in the modern form, you know, that kind of was born out of a, a, a TV show, but it was kind of seen as a bit weird. You were, it, was, it was linked to the circus and one-off silly demonstrations, as it were. Um, but competitive strongman is, um, you know, it was obvious it could work. People get dazzled by strength. And that's why clips on the internet work so well. Mm. You know, what do you end up watching? You know, what Facebook watched is AI, you know. You either end up watching two blokes in the street punching each other. You know, UFC, they do really well out of it. 
Or, 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 or there, hang on, there's a guy, there's a there's a geezer pulling a plane, or a guy in an arena. Well, I mean, lifting all about the heaviest log in the world over his head. The and stuff that easy. works on on just, on, um, on the social media is extreme things, isn't it? It's always exactly, extreme. Yeah. Stuff the strong can, man's all extreme. It's very visual stuff. You can instantly get. Jeez, that looks heavy, and you're hooked. Okay, and, before before I move on to the next next topic, here's a little quiz for you. What do you, what sport per minute do you think is the cheapest? To broadcast, what sport? Per, what we're talking about the broadcast? Broadcast. So, if, for example, <laughs> if I flicked on, let's just say rugby, yeah. rugby will be roughly a two-hour broadcast, maybe twenty-minute pre-show, maybe ten-minute post-show, perhaps fifty minutes in the middle, eighty-minute game. So, let's say at two and a quarter hours. So you go one hundred and thirty-five minutes. So whatever the cost is, divided by one hundred and thirty-five minutes, yes. that would be your cost. What sport? So, like, because you need tons of cameras for, for a rugby, Correct. et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. So that would be maybe, it was so big yeah. football match would have 26 cameras, including studio. So yeah. the big costs, yeah. and then you divide it by, say, 200 minutes, whatever it might be. So what per minute, what sport do you reckon? Come on, Radzi, just tell us. What is the most, ex- ex- the most expensive? <laughs> cheapest. The cheapest to do. Anything that's static, then, anything that's controllably static, such as... Um, I mean, you if could. You get this, I'll be you could, I, I would. Well, I could say you could film something like. Well, actually, snooker is very static. Is the answer is actually snooker. You're just, you're just on that master shot of the table, and then occasionally you'll you, cut to some guy who's probably got, following the heads. You've got so you've got two ped cameras, yeah. but the point is, it's matches last can, can be sort of seven, eight, nine hours in terms of the sessions. So yeah. you have morning, afternoon, evening sessions, and that's the key to Barry Hearn as well. Yeah. So. On the BBC, you're filling banging hour, hours, banging exactly. hours. Yeah, it's genius, and it's low cost. Yeah, yeah. Um, Makes sense. But if you guys were in charge, next topic of World Strongest Man, how would you change things? Uh, that, that's that, that's a dreadful leading question because seeing as we work for them, <laughs> I, I think I don't, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. We do work for them, and we actually we are tournament directors of their tournament. Okay. So I think we. I think you know, you know um, objection sustained. Okay, I'll, I'll change the question. <laughs> I don't think we should. Yes. I'm going to take over World's Strongest Man. Right. And my sole responsibility. I'm called change president. I've got to make a couple of changes. What would you force me to change if I had to? So, for example, so I've got we've got your ear as you're, you're the you're the big cheese of world's strongest man, and no, we're I, advising you. I say to you guys, I have to make a change. I have to. It's in my contract, and I and I'm forcing you. Why 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 don't we flip it on its head? Hit me. What do you want to see changed about world's strongest man, Radzi? There'd, there'd be a number. What of do you? For me. Or even better, obviously that research. Um, that we were doing before about you know questions and, and what people were saying. About That's what people are asking. I, I think the format's good. I mean, I, the only thing that I think is I change the head referee. The more the more athletes. They already have. Got rid of in twenty seventeen. I think the um, keeping plenty of athletes there is the key, not to reduce the number of athletes, because you know obviously they all get narrowed down to a final. Mm. But also, if, you, if you, the guys need to go for a few years to be able to get good enough to get to the final, no one just comes in and storms it. Not many of them. So I think it's almost like they've got to get that confidence. But if they don't, let's say if there's only twenty people going, which is that you know the format's been cut a few times with less people, and there should be more people because you've got to go to get that confidence for a few years. Mm. And if if let's say you took ten people away, right, we're only taking twenty five or twenty people. A lot of those people might just go, do you know something, I ain't even going to bother anymore because I can't get there and they just don't put as much effort in. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of bigger shows now. You know, there's a lot of promoters doing different things that are pretty cool shows. But mm. at the end of the day, everyone wants to go to Worlds. That's yeah, the fact I mean, of it. It is the, it's the Coca-Cola. It's the Kellogg's. You know, it, it just it, – and it always will be, no matter what anyone else tries to, to bring in. It's very hard um, – to, to sort of come in, you, you, the Olympics is the Olympics, you know. Yes, the World Championships in athletics is, um, you know, is, 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 is special, but, you know, if you want to be in the history books, you become I think the champion. format's good. What you've got to remember is, I probably know what you're going to say, Radzi, because you're going to say, oh, well, everyone should do the same events and blah, blah, blah. Actually and all this not, sort of it's thing. the opposite. Right, okay. I mean, just just for the, a lot of people say, well... Everyone, this is the first year everyone is doing the same events. Yeah, but, I mean, the thing is, though, let's say it was one big group, and everyone did the same thing. Yeah, I hate that idea. Well, it would be very uninteresting for television. 100%. Because yeah. you'd have like ev- all 30 men doing that. All C- 30 C- men doing congratulations. that. Congratulations. We, we now have basically powerlifting 
Yeah, and we now got like exactly. for, for the next two and a half hours, they're all going to be squatting. So each TV show, you've and got that, six that, different the, events. That's the problem with powerlifting. Yeah. That's why powerlifting is very hard to make. It's a great sport. Agreed. We've both done powerlifting, mm. uh, and but it's not. Um, it's very untelevisual. Okay, so if I give my three things, so one would be, I, it needs to decide: is it a sport or is it a TV show? Because I think it finds itself somewhere between a rock and a hard place. Because if you have the heats, for example, and it's all the same heats, to me, uh, there's no point watching this. I might as well just wait to the final. Yeah. And the issue of that, of dissecting it into groups and the same events, means that hypothetically, Colin and I could go through because we're in a poor heat. You yeah. don't go okay. through. Okay, so so here's, here's I think you're going to like this. And here's something that I think... If Hans may, go behind the heads, that means Colin's Well, there's a bigger picture, though, because the heat, let's remember that the heats are made up of how the guys have done in the Giants live in a totally, year. Yeah. So let's say, for instance... Or, or just, previous World Song. So, so what we'll do is, yeah. let's say the six in a group. Yeah. Right, okay, Brian Shaw was second. He's seeded first. He's going to be in the top seed. Yeah. And let, and, and Luke, Tom Stallman, funny enough, is a Tom Stallman. <laughs> Luke Stallman has won two Giants live this year. Yeah, it's top seed. Evan Singleton won two Giants live, top seed. You know, and then you get to the next seed. There yeah. might be. Oh, a new- but to be fair, you've got Lissus. Lissus yeah, yeah. is also because, you know, there's there's other contests you take into account as exactly, well. But yeah. The top seed. And, so and so they are seeded. So it's not like they're just thrown together. Yeah. And totally. then the new guys, unfortunately, yeah, you've got to be the fifth or thick, sixth seed. But that's part of being the new yeah. guy. Yep. So you're going to have a couple of real tough guys. Uh, but I do believe that if they're good enough, they'll always shine through. Yes. And then and then they might go, well, actually, I was re- I was reserved for the final. Well, next year, they might go in a seed three. So it's a process. And it's no different to UFC. You can't go fight for a title shot. You've got to fight all these guys first, mm. you know. Um, so I think it does work some, well. Sometimes people just come in and shock you. Plus, you just talking about the athlete thing, you, you know, you've, you, you can't be a, a, a world championships if you don't have the world. And, and yes, you, you, you know, no insult to many, many countries, but you really could partly because we, we, we've funneled it down America and British television so much more than anywhere else. But you really could have, you could find at least 25 guys who you could make a good argument from those two countries are just about top in the world, you know. And, you know, and it's true. Obviously, you know, when people like Zadrunas and, you know, when a few years ago, that would be ridiculous to say that. But, you know, um, and Novikov right now, of course, there's others. That you, you know, just, but you could. So but that's why you want to, you must try and get other continents involved because if you don't start it, it'll, they'll never get involved. Yeah. And, but to get back to your point about formatting, and, and, and I, I think World Strongest Man is, is, a, is a great format. But I think like any tournament, you, you just take a leaf out of other tournaments. When do you watch, when you're watching the World Cup, you know, everyone, oh, watch the first England football game, you know. Everyone's, way, And then, all right. And you kind of start to s- sleep through the next couple of rounds, you know, or you'll watch the opening match, even if it isn't your country being represented. That's interesting. Just like in, in, in World Strongest Man, you probably watch the, world, the opening show. And you might end up watching the last show of the Heat's just before the final begins to see who's qualified across all five of them. And then you watch the final. And, and it's something we've discussed um, at World's Strongest Man. And, 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 you know, ultimately, you know, we just advise and, and think, but my thought is, and, and I don't, I don't think it's wrong to say it publicly, is that I think that if you have more at the end, when the best guys have already been, you've chopped away the dead wood, as it were, <laughs> You know, to use an ugly term, you're now left with the top 10, 12, 14 in the world. Get them doing more than six events. In other words, the quarterfinal, semifinal and final are really when you tune in to a major championships, correct? You see, so I think I agree sort of in principle, but I don't agree with the World Cup analogy. But, so but, I, but you, I guess you've got to see that. You've got to see that as, you know, each group of teams as a, as a heat. And that's the idea is that, you know, yeah, anyway, All these- you, you, you only have to look at, at television viewing figures. The, the semifinals is That's, only yes, bettered so, by yeah. the final, and that betters the quarterfinals, yes. and the first game is normally massive as well. And therefore, why not take away the stuff that's not quite so interesting and get, you know, people want to see more of, in, in soccer terms, of Brazil taking on Germany in pressure situations, you know. That, that's I mean, the all these, all these scenarios have been talked about. You've got to be very careful about changing things because, like, what Colin saying is right, if you heap more onto the final, 
But then what about these guys in the heats? Do you know what I mean? You've got to totally. shine a light on them. Totally. So it's like, right, they're going to get cut sooner. But it might not be, you need to give them six events to but be able to actually get the, you know, some guy might lose the first three, win the next three, still get to the final. So, so how, I mean, how do you bring in semi-finals? It's so difficult. Well, but then without absolutely flogging the life out of these guys. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of people... Are, and then and you're, I, saying, I, I, you're saying do more events in the finals, yeah, only six. So if you've done six in the heat, six, that's 12 events over a week. It's like, Jesus, you're going to be killing me. I mean, you know okay, so it's like, it's, I think Paul Uhl did a great job when he put on Fortissimus, and I, and I have massive respect for him. But you, there's only so many Fortissimus you can have. Mm. And, you know, there's, always, there's, there's a lot of the hardcore element and uh, to be honest there's a lot a lot of guys often who aren't actually doing the sport who sort of seem to think that you know 10 events in the final yeah 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 but after what six events in the heats now okay hang on how, how many more you know the injury rate in strongman mm. is ludicrously high mm -hmm. major injury rates are like five percent that's like one in 20 contests you're gonna banjo off a tendon or something that's pretty serious isn't it mm. you know therefore the more events you have the more likely you are that, to yeah. be to get knackered and i i'm all for making these guys have successful long careers where we can enjoy they can enjoy highlight moments instead of just having them schlepping away on on ridiculous you know endless herculean tasks for our, our pleasure. No, let, let's 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 save them so that they don't all fall away and die. And you've got to also, also think about the whole range of... You've got to think about the guy that is from 25 onwards as well because he might be your next World Strongest Man in two years' time. Absolutely, yeah. So we get, I mean, we get a constant... I know you do as well. And we get from Giants Live, from myself and Colin personally as well. We've got people constantly saying, look, I've done this, I've done this. Can I get an invite? Can I get an invite? Oh, I've just lifted this, just lifted that. Usually it's someone who's just done one thing now, these guys that are winning shows are, do, are good at everything. So, but someone said, I've just pulled this deadlift. I've just done this log. Can I go to a Giants Live? And you want you look at what they've done. You think, that's great. That's fantastic. You don't want to knock this guy, but it's like it's, you've got to do everything good. You can't just be a good deadlifter, mm -hmm. a good squatter, a good whatever. So, you don't want to be negative. So, what I mean, what we've done is we've set up the official strongman. So, basically, mm. you can go and upload your. Uh, so, that, so, let's say for a world championship, there'll be three lifts you've got to do. It might be a farmer's walk a deadlift and a log, upload it, it's all done online, and then you go to a world championship. So we're on about the route to get to World Strongest Man here. Yeah. So yeah, we do invite people as wild cards. So we need to get someone from this country, someone from this country. We need to invite Brian Shaw because he's, you know, and Lissis because they've won it, you know, mm. Tom Stoltman, people like that. But if you're a guy sat at home that's emailing us saying, right, I think I can do this, you can go, right, we can, anybody, we can anybody, yeah. anybody in the world can make world trade so, missiles. So, trade missiles the perfect all example. You've got to say, we, 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 three, three years running, right, with official strongman because we do get asked, "Well, is this fair? This is this is how fair it is." So it, you, up, you you upload your, your videos online. Yeah, there's different events every year. You go to the world championship. That, that's contest one. If you're in the top thirty or top twenty, whatever, yep, you get invited. Then then if you get in the top three of the opens, you get to go to a Giants live. Then if you get in the top three of the Giants live, you get to go to Australia. Now, now, and, now, and then Trey Mitchell did that. And then remember he beat Novikov in the Stones? Well, a lot of people would say... And then he made the final one. So it's his fifth contest. I, I don't believe he'd done many contests. No, he hadn't. I'm, he hadn't. I'm not well, even sure a lot of people any. would say, well, that's a lot. So you've got to do that online. You've got then got to go to official strongman. Then you've got to go to Giants live, get top three in them. Then you go to Worlds. People say, well, that's a lot. Well, it's not as much as I had to do years ago to get to World's Strongest Man. I did a lot more than that to get in front of certain people. And also, the first year uh, we did it, we had Evan Singleton went through, did exactly that. Within within three shows, he's at Worlds, and look how good he is. We get Trey, did exactly that. Luke Richardson. So there's three people there that I think are the top ten in the world when they're not injured that have all done it and all come through that system. So it proves it works. I mean, I mean it, 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 for a long time it troubled me. Were we finding the world's strongest man? And, and, and the truth is, if you're a British-based company, how could you be anything but a little bit biased towards, just by its very nature, 
Yes, we. It's and impossible you're, you're for us not to be. As well, kind of. Like, <laughs> you're, you're well, well, you know, I, I don't mind a Frenchman occasionally. Okay? I'm not joking. No, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, some of Dutch, dreadful. No, uh, no. I, I, it's just expensive to bring fellas in. I'm, I'm, you know, massive fan of having as many internationals at every one of these shows. But there's there's a certain cost at some point. And if you, you know, it's a bit like UFC when they, when UFC go to Brazil. Guess what? They got a Brazilian in. As many fights as possible. You know, it's not even just financial. It's just interesting for the locals. And you know, as we branch out, hopefully, you know, the, the you know, one day we plan to do big shows all over the world. You know, in the big in, in arenas. You know, and that, that's that's the goal. But we have to. But right now, if you are in Kathmandu or Addis Ababa, you know, or, or wherever, you can go online and take part. There's no point in lying because you'll be found out heavily because you'll get an invite to the official strongman. This was a criticism we had because someone said, well, this is going to work because, <laughs> you know, so what friendly. if someone lies? If yeah. someone's going to lie, right, they're going to get to the show and very quickly they're going to get found out the cat lift this way. They've got to pay their own way there. They've yeah. got to pay their own way there. I mean, it's, it, you know, just like any, there's, any some, there's some prize money sports. there if they do well. So, the, the, you know, prize money enough to get the flights back and things like that. Hmm. But... What's the point in lying? Because there's only one person going to look bad, and he doesn't know, you know. He's got a He's, you're a proper plum. Yeah. Two other changes for Worlds. One, the timing systems. So I'm mesmerised in 2022, we still use stopwatches. Because, say in athletics, okay. you would not have 100 metres timed by a bloke with a stopwatch. Here's a question for you. Here's a question yeah. for you. How many varying situations do you have in even something as simple as at the stones? Like the, you know, so... Maybe you have a plinth. Maybe you have a big wooden facility. Maybe you're running it on grass. Maybe it's outdoors. Maybe it's indoors. Maybe you land it into little round, you know, um, receptacles. Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. Maybe you do it over a bar. So what? How are you going to, without vast amounts of, in other words, the cha it's changing vari variations all the time. Athletics, you have 100 meters. You plug in the guy's um, starting thing, and then at the end, you've got a laser timing system. And as he passes through it, he gets a time. It's, I mean, it just couldn't be any easier. And guess what? When you go to every contest, it's identical. It's identical. So very simply, what you do is it could be lasers, but it'd be, for example... So regardless of the oh, event, I've tried it, Radzi. I've done it. I have done it. I've done the, I've done an entire show, fully padded. Uh, you know, we didn't. Guess what? We kept going back to the bloody stopwatches. Uh, we spent. That was Ulf Benson. Thank you, Ulf, uh, my old partner. <laughs> he spent. He spent. Um, well, he didn't spend it, actually. In the end, we got sponsored it. But I think it was about thirty thousand euros was going to be for the next show if we used it. There so is, we accepted there. There, there, there is there, some there. events you could do it on the basic events where it's a start and a stop, but the other events you just wouldn't be able to because there's too many. There's a lot of times where... You need a lot like of testing for instance, as well, with, though, with, you? with the stones, you've got to take your hands off the stones. When the hands release, it's not when it goes in the implement. But, so you never do it from that. So you do it, so hands go off, and then you would just put a laser perhaps two metres away so they would either touch a button or they yes. would just break. That, that's so it, it, needs, it needs to, the events, events would have to change. The big, you know, American ninja button is going to be needed. Something like that to make it. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. the way exactly. you do it. I mean, that is the way you do it. And we have talked about it because it could, imagine how, how interesting and exciting it would be inside big live arenas to have huge timing systems and bang and smoke goes off or whatever, you know, um, you know because it, it, it's, it, it's so visual. And so we're, we're not against it. Me, Trust me, we're not against it. Is in principle, if you have an event where it's separated by two seconds the entire field in athletics for example you you have two types of timing hand timing and then official timing and hand timing they will they will say can be as out as 0.4 of a second no, so i think point, point, point 0.25 is what they work to isn't it so, so apologies so what i mean is so for example but yes it's still a quarter of a second it's, it's a lot yeah yes. it is a lot but here's something here's an interesting fact for you when someone hand times they almost always hand time to the same rhythm. So if you do a hundred meters and you, you got 10.25 for the guy and I got 10.5, when you do 11 seconds, chances are I'll do 11.25. We have the same rhythm. That's an interesting, interesting fact. Agrees. That's, that's true. Yeah. And what we do is we have multiple men hand timing. And if it's ever even close, we go back to the 
we do have frame uh, photographic frame. evidence. It's 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 twenty five frames a second. Yeah, so we can break it up into you know whatever. It happens a lot. Twenty fifth of a second. So if there's ever a question, let's say we both stop and one's eleven point five and one's eleven. We go and we actually break it down frame by frame. Frame by frame and count. And you see exactly who finishes. I mean, the thing is, also with start, so you can't, so you start on the whistle, but not everyone sets off at the same exactly. time. Exactly. <laughs> That's a yeah. problem. You know what I mean? Like some people, I mean, when I was competing, I'd look at the guy and as soon as he did that, I'd set off because he's too late. Do you know what I mean? I learned that trick <laughs> off Pudzianowski. You, you need a hand-time whistle for Dazzler. You know, <laughs> as, soon, as soon as someone's just about to blow the whistle, it's too late, they're going to blow it. So that's when you take your grip and go. The Fox 40. You know. But then so other people are looking at the floor, which I think was stupid. And then Pudzianowski, the way to Pudzianowski hit was it, terrible for that. It was great. Pudzianowski set off like half a second before everybody and everything. I'd always have but, to go... Give him a yeah, couple of dummies yeah. just, to, just to keep him on his toes as the ref. Yeah, it was, it was a nightmare. Man, anyway, yeah. But listen, please do not read what into what we've just said as we are against electronic perfect timing. That that would be if that's the takeaway from this. That would be a disaster. I think it's putting the work, not, putting the work in and getting it right. I think it needs a lot of thought going into it. Yes, it uh, is, it's, a, it's a lot of expense, a, a lot of testing. It has been tried. It didn't work so well. It it could work. It absolutely could work and should work. But it's it, it is it is mildly cost prohibitive. I'd rather right now pump money into doing more events, giving more opportunities to guys. I think and, it would and, be a and, mix. And if we are on occasion going to be slightly out, I'm sorry. That's, and it's also quick. I think Who the point this- you get into is like it's going to be a mix because if you look at all the different events, it has to be mixed between pressure pads, exactly, button pressing, yeah. and laser beams. It couldn't just be one thing. You so know, it sounds like a kinky session. Well, that's what it would be, wouldn't it? It'd have to be like that. It'd have to be all different, uh, all different ways of doing it. Yeah. Or, but even for example, but yeah, yes, basically, final thing for worlds for me, crowds. Because when you talk about a world championships of anything, mm. you expect it to be the biggest, the most overwhelming, the best, the most attended. Crowds are coming this year. Crowds are coming. We're coming. Yeah. We're coming. Do you know how many? Uh, not too, too sure. Many, too many to talk about. Welcome to everybody. And there's a stand you can buy a ticket or, or amazing. You can watch yeah, it. Yeah. Even better. It's actually it's a VIP tent this year is what they've decided on yeah. because of the location. So yeah, yeah. I believe there are um, tickets left. So if you want to go along, you know. But, um, and this is it's this the one is I want to watch. It's actually the one I st- even though there aren't traditionally that we're, many. We're trying, we're, we're trying to get you like ten percent off. Yeah. Thank you, mate. Use the, use Bryce hashtag in the voucher code. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is no promo codes. I'm no, it's, 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 a, it's a new thing for them that they're doing. I mean, the thing is with World Strongest Man because it moves around all the time and it's usually in Giants Lives are in an arena. It's easy. It's full of seats. Buy a, buy a, buy a ticket, sit down. Worlds Whereas is somewhere the, exotic. Yeah, it's, it's somewhere yeah. like on a beach or something like that. And they did a couple of years ago, they did it uh, and it was on a beach uh, in Florida. We got a lot of people there. That's great. Uh, so I think they're realising now um, that that's the way to go. But... Not everywhere is that easy to get tiered seat and everything like that, you know? Yeah. Um, and then let's remember the year before that, there was a hurricane. So it was, you know, there was meant to be crowds. Everything was set up. It all blew away, genuinely. That was genuinely. on the beach, wasn't it? Yeah, that was yeah. on a beach. So that was that was actually set up for a lot of people to be there. The weather was so it, it, bad. It, it, it will come in, but hey, if A, from the beginning, beginning of this podcast, if the great AEG who put on, that's all they do is make selling tickets and making, if they found it difficult with strongman to, to, and felt uncomfortable with the risk levels, it's, it's harder for someone from a, a television company, albeit they're a massive conglomerate of many things, um, endeavor, but, uh, and they do have plenty of expertise. I think, we, I, I, think, think I think, but someone's at some point is going to have to go rubber stamp a load of risk money. We're probably may, more bullish. Come. We're probably more bullish because, because, it's easy to be, because it's we've, we've done it and we, we, we've, we've filled these arenas. We're now known for having a good, Three hours sit down, bums on seats, you know. So it's easy for expen- us to take the risk. They're expensive, the risk. though. They're expensive. Yeah. We we um, was I think we costed it up. It was it's, it's dollars. It's more, but it's about a minimum of a quarter of a million pounds to put a show on a Giants live show to do it properly. Is that right? Mm. So that's, 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 really that's good dollars. Was that like three hundred and I don't know three twenty three fifty. But the thing dollars. is, you watch it on TV and people wouldn't necessarily know that because that's a massive invest, a massive risk ultimately, personally, you guys are taking. And with that in mind, final question, because I'm aware this is going along. If we're sat here in 15 years' time, where will Giants Live be? What would the dream look like? For me, it's just keeping it growing. But it's difficult because we ended up with a lot of shows in the north because it's near where I live and the equipment's here. You know, I think... We need to do more shows abroad. 
Las Vegas, places like that. I've been looking around. Um, you know, we'll maybe go over to Ireland. Um, we're doing a show in yes. Scotland now. Yeah. We're doing a show in Wales now. You know, so, so maybe put one in Ireland um, and just, you know, just, just branching out really and trying to keep it. But what, what, what we want to do is as we move, let's say abroad, is keep it exactly the same out the box. Mm. Well, it's not like, well, we're abroad, so we don't have this commentator or we don't have this kit. No, we actually take everything. Okay. So if you go into a Giants Live, you're going to get the full treatment. There won't be another Giants Live where it's in a car park. Or it's in, that's, that's all gone now. This is now, if you see one, it'll be as it is, like in Royal Albert Hall or Leeds Arena or Sheffield. It's something special. But I, yeah. I, think, I think moving on from that, you know, I'd like to see a, you know, maybe a, a challenge tour below it. And that's how you that's how you keep the absolute quality and, and, and go around. Who knows, maybe one day there could be, you know, one event per month in different countries in the world. And then you have a challenge tour, which is more to, of a national honest, or new area location. The difficulty is, the honest truth of it is. If anyone wants to run it, wants a job, and is, wants to put risk money in, is, call is, us. <laughs> the difficulty is. Darren needs the help. <laughs> yeah, the help yeah. Because it's been grown... Um, you know, slow grown, if you like. Yeah, organically grown, yeah. All the crew, uh, 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 friends, family, things like that, they're a massive part of it. Mm, massive. So so we put on shows, everyone comes, they all know what they're doing because they've been there from the start. Mm. And it's like second nature to them. There's not many mistakes made. Everyone who comes to watch the shows makes a comment, this crew's brilliant. Now, if you, if I go put one on in, in Vegas, literally I want to take all the crew. Which is what we do. We take the crew out to America when we do the official strongman. Mm. It's so important. It's not like if you think about right. So we'll hire a crew. We can't really not like this because the, this, the, the this, Lynn's crew's pretty very Lynn, good. Lynn's well. crew's brilliant. Very, but again, yeah, yeah. They've, does they've, great job. they've grown. Um, Lynn's crew's the official strongman crew, mm. but they've grown with it. So you can't narrow, just go narrow. right. Oh, we'll hire some guys from this. You know, from. Uh, you know, like a, a, a crew, another working crew, do something else. They've grown into it, uh, and those are. I guess the, the the real crunch there is how important those roles are. You know, Daz and I have always been sucking up the credit for all of this, but actually, it, it, the, there's an iceberg of of highly talented. Um, often multi-rolled people, you know, from 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 Scott, who is some um, eight times British shot put champion, come, uh, uh, you know, senior teacher, come our floor manager, you know, along with you know Lee, who's a senior policeman, who also is now a tremendous floor manager, you know. So guys like that are, it's 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 kind of there's kind of a, a, an amazing band of people. It's not that easy. It's not easy to mobilise um, that and say, right, we're going to put it in Vegas, we're going to put it in there, we're going to put it in there, you know. So that's the, the key. How are we going to mobilise this and make it the same in another country? Mm. You know? And I t I'll tell you what, so working behind the scenes as well, the big thing for me is, so that knowledge, for example, with Scott is, mm. so you come first in, so you're competing in one event, you go last in it, you come first, so you're up next straight mm -hmm. away. There's a welfare issue of, has that guy had enough warm up time? And those that are split second decisions that the guys like Scott make all the time, yeah. estimating how long it takes them to get from one room uh, to the other. Scott, I mean, Scott often feeds us information, like, you know, guys, you know, whatever, Dimitar's on the ground. <laughs> he's he's, refu up, he's you know refu I mean? I'm refusing to go out again. You know? <laughs> Is he Welsh? He's, he's Welshman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, but, you know, guys are like, Scott is a power athlete. He knows the guys, he knows them well. He, he can, you know, he, he yeah. It's, it's just, it's not an easy show to put on. It's not, it's, a, it's not even just, it's not a show. It, it, it's it's an extremely um, technical and extreme sport event wrapped into an entertainment package. But all these crew members have generically learned how to do it and have learned it over 10 or 15 years and can't be replaced by just picking up the phone, I want a guy doing this. Yeah. Because it doesn't, that guy doesn't exist. It's not like saying, I want an electrician. I want someone that can deal with a strongman kit, deal with athletes, you know what I mean? They're, they're there and they've learnt it through years and years. So I think the only way to do it literally is flying the crew around the world, which we do, but it's difficult, you know? And here's my last sort of comment and thought, is that basically anything we say or, or do around World's Strongest Man is, 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 you know, we are the World's Strongest Man qualifying tour. And yes, we are, you know, um, tournament directors at World's Strongest Man, but, you know, I, I think more and more it, it it appears like 
you know, we are going to be doing more and more with them and building it more and more. And I think the world's got a lot to look forward to. Obviously, anything we've said here is is is, is, is of our opinion because we aren't, um, you know, they are a separate entity. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe one day it'll all become one massive conglomerate, you know, and it'll be a UFC. That's where I think if, if we were really dreaming big, you know, you know, but at the moment, I think Taz and I are doing a decent enough yeah. job and we enjoy it together. And, and um, you know, and all the guys, all the team. It's, it's a good and also the guys at World's Strongest Man, they're very aware that they want to, they want to uh, keep moving forward. You know, they're not just sat there going, yeah, we put it on every year. There's there's a lot behind the scenes that's going into it mm. saying, right, what if we change this? What if we do that? And like I say, you've got to be careful changing things. You've got to tweak things a little bit and see if it works. And they are doing that. So there is crowds this year. They're always looking at new things, new events. They want uh, athletes to be versatile. They want people from all over the world. But then you've still got to get the best guys. So it's so difficult. It's not just everyone's, a lot of people have got an opinion, especially on the internet of should be done like this, should be done like that. But if you do these things, there's always a consequence. So too, think, too much of a good thing is, 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 is never a good thing, you know. And, and a bit like, who's the most recent athlete to be brought in? Manuel Angulo. Now, here's a question for you. Looking back over time, wouldn't you say some of the, the great, the charm of World's Strongest Man is some of the unique characters who've turned up. And this guy will be the first man ever from South America to step up and compete at World's Strongest Man. It's quite something, isn't it? And he's, and he's about six foot five. Does Mexico count as, is that Central America? No, that Central that, America. That yeah. Well, it's, yeah, and it's, it's also, yeah, it's above Panama. Probably, so it's, probably it's, one of the scariest men you've ever continent. seen. So have you seen the guy? <laughs> yeah. But, 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 but yeah, it's also part of the North American continent. So it's, it, it's um, yeah, Canada, USA, Mexico, and then it opens out <laughs> South America. Uh, yeah, so it, it, he is the first ever South American. He's from Chile. And he, do you know what? He, he, he's pulled um, his, his best deadlift, five at 365 <laughs> recently in training. And he's done, he did uh, three at 155 in the log the other day. Now, you know, Deadlifting and loglifting are, are events that'll be a part of this year's things. His loglifting is his worst element, you know, but he's a tough guy, man. He came to Strongman in his late 30s. He's like 43, 42, 43, or maybe, you know, mid 30s, like a Felix. He's tough as hell. And he's got a hell of a face. I think he's going to be revolutionary for South American Strongman. And yeah, we could fill it with yet another Brit or American who, who, who maybe is on sheer numbers more worthy. But he, he won't have the same effect this guy will do. And I think he's going to bring a smile to people's faces. Well, I think, I think you can surprised. probably tell we could chat all day about this topic. But if you've got any questions you'd like to ask these guys, put them in the comments below. Any ideas you want for World's Strongest Man, any ideas for Giants Live as well. We'd love to hear from you. We genuinely do read all the comments, the good, the bad. And even if you're commenting, commenting on some of our Adonis-like physiques, we even read those <laughs> ones as well. <laughs> um, but as for us, we're going to call it quits there. Thank you very much for your time once again. And we're going to do this again so let's see you again very soon we've had our differences in the past is it bum bag or is it fanny pack we're two powerful nations with a special relationship for one night only that special relationship ends uk versus usa who is the strongest nation who is right the strong men decide world's strongest nation 18th of november mns bank arena liverpool tickets at giants-live.com by the way, it's us. We're right. It's Bumbag, of course.